Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Radio. Um, we are here at St. Anne's Catholic Church. I'm Karen Selensky, along with Father Craig Holcalter, the pastor at St. Anne's. And we just had a great first hour of our show here, haven't we, Father? We have, it's, Karen. It's, um, yeah, one of those. You don't get them every time. I mean, they're all good in their own way, but mm-hmm. there's a unique character of when you want more time with your guests, yeah. and that's been the case so far. Yeah, both of them. I think we need to have both, well, actually all three, three, three yeah, guests Father. back so. in the future here. And, and I just wanted, so Dr. Mary Doctor is uh, the dean out at University of Mary, and I just wanted to do another shout out for the University of Mary. Last night, um, I attended along with um, many of my friends and my husband, the Monsignor Jeffrey Wald Memorial Slam Dunk basketball game, which was um, phenomenal. And Father Craig Holcalter was one of the players. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yes. Yes, and so it was good competition last night. It was fun. Night. It was really uh, fun. You know, a few, a few priests from the Fargo Diocese, but mainly, mainly from the Bismarck Diocese, yeah. and watching a lot of them so this is aging me now, but watching them, a lot of them playing basketball in their high school years and seeing their talents come out and not knowing that Father Holcalter also was a track star. So way to go, <laughs> Father Holcalter. <Thank> you. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. I can dribble and run, but at the same time, it's terrible. So, But it was fun. It was a great thing. Yeah, and what it was a great a fun cause. Yeah, abso- a great absolutely. Cause. And a good crowd. I mean, nearly full gym. Really loud, good crowd, yes. Which makes it fun for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So we are on to our next guest. We have Nikki Bees with us. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. You're very welcome, and thank you for joining us today. We have a, a unique, um, I think, a, new, a unique event coming up, Biking for Babies. And so if you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, Nikki, for the audience to um, just get a feel of, of what your role is in this. Sure. So I'm Nikki Bees. I'm the Executive Director of Biking for Babies, and I've been in this role for about five years. And uh, the main part of my job is coordinating our National Ride program, which involves these young adult missionaries and our National Ride, which actually just happened last week. So we're coming right off the end of this ride, and I have lots of amazing stories to share. But personally, I live in Wisconsin with my high school sweetheart and our five beautiful children, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Oh, awesome. That sounds like, a, you know, it sounds like a very unique um, type of event, um, so if you can, you know, just give the listeners a little bit of history of when it was founded, by whom, and, and where it started, um, I think that would be great just to get us going on um, where we're going next. Sure thing. So Biking for Babies was founded 14 years ago in 2009 by two college-aged men at the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. And, well, one was a focused missionary, and one was in college there. And they both were incredibly athletic, and one was running track at the university and loved triathletes and really using their God-given gifts, physical gifts especially, to glorify God and serve others. And they came across St. John Paul II's exhortation in his um, World Youth Day Denver homily, 1993. Woe to you if you do not succeed in defending life, were the words that really struck Mike and Jimmy. And they decided to really put their pro-life beliefs into action and biked across Illinois that first year in March. So a little bit of frostbite (laughs) of a scare going on versus now we do the ride in the summer. But um, they rode 600 miles in a zigzag across Illinois. And that first year they raised $14,000 for a local pregnancy resource center named Living Alternatives and the Students for Life group on Illinois campus. Yeah, campus. 
And at the end of that ride, you know, they were so supported by their family and friends and their church in providing for these women and their children served by this Living Alternative Center. And they got to hold baby Cecilia. Well, Jimmy held baby Cecilia, who is a baby whose mama was served in her unexpected pregnancy. And her mom continued her pregnancy, made the courageous decision to choose life for her baby and herself, and ended up giving Cecilia up for adoption. And, and here she was, this real living child, Jimmy holding her. And they just realized the incredible uh, ability that Viking for Babies has to offer young adults to be involved in the pro-life movement and to really provide tangibly for these people who need our help. Nikki, talk about um, how interesting is it that those strong words of Pope St. John Paul II, 30 years ago now, you know, moved mm-hmm. the hearts of these two men and then look what these two, the hearts of these two men did in terms of the cause for life, right? What, what an amazing thing. And, and now you're participating in it. Um, Mm-hmm. That that for yourself, that must be you know really to open up the ears. It's amazing what the Lord can do, isn't it? I mean, just in terms of something yeah. that's mm-hmm. fundamental to like lived human experience of 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 biking, right? Getting on a bike, uh, but but talk about the Holy Spirit's influence. Mm-hmm. So many, so many God moments throughout these fourteen years, and I've been involved in uh, biking babies for a little over ten years now, but. It is really incredible to see how God uses that, like, um, that athletic spirit in young people especially, but that desire to just crush it on the bike and offer that up for six days in a row for these women and children that they may likely never meet. And there's so many moments. I mean, this past week we had multiple missionaries who physically were very well prepared for the ride, but to, to do a century plus on the bike every day for six days in a row is an incredible athletic event and an ask of your body. And mm-hmm. every missionary has a moment, at least one moment where they realize, all right, Jesus, you need to pedal these wheels for these pedals for me because I am no longer able to do this physically or, you know, even drafting being less than an inch away from someone's tire can be kind of terrifying, especially for some of our new riders. And, that's really the only way you're going to get there because you have to trust and you have to get in that draft line and make sure that, I mean, energy-wise, you need to save some energy for those 10 to 12 hours on the bike. And um, just these moments where these moments where these um, young people realize, I need to ask for help. I need support in my, uh, my situation and we want them to realize that these women who consider abortion or feel like it's their only option, that's the response they need. And that's why these pregnancy resource centers exist to serve them. So here we are trying to connect the dots that the response to crisis should be faith, hope, and love. And you, you know, Nikki, yeah, you're, you're, you're inspiring too. Thank you for yeah. your witness on, on live radio. It's, it, it's even, you know, it's striking for us on this end, I, mm-hmm. how you're saying it and, and your, your spirit is, is, uh, praiseworthy. So, so thank you for, for what you're offering to us. And, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to the point of connecting dots, I'm glad you said that phrase, talk about what a, like a radical shift, right? So we live in this culture almost of like pro-death right or the culture of death Mm -hmm. and this this idea of like my body my choice and these these missionaries these athletes uh these men and women 
are taking that, but kind of flipping it upside down, like, yes, my body, and I'm going to glorify God with it. And not only that, but to show this cause that the body is holy, especially if that body is growing inside of another body. Um, you know, talk about connect. There's numerous levels there. I mean, would you agree with that? It's, it seems like there's, like, the more you spoke, I'm thinking, man, there's connections all over the place. What a beautiful way to glorify God and for the cause of pro-life and offering up, not for vanity or money, right, or fame, but like miles of treading on concrete. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's like a pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. So, biking for babies is, is sometimes perceived as this fun ride for a good cause. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's fun. So, follow us on social media and you'll see our, our missionary smiling like crazy. One just fell out. He got back on his bike and he's still <laughs> smiling. Um, a, because we know that our hope lies in Jesus and, like, that's very telling. And B, because we're we're sacrificing for others. We're not doing this for ourselves. Yes. Um, but really, yeah, what what you're talking about is this transformation that we hope to start with ourselves. Um, vulnerable venerable Fulton Sheen said <clears throat> you can try to revolutionize the world and crumble underneath it, or you can revolutionize yourself and change the world or Maybe better words than that. But um, that's the heart of Viking for Babies is we want to reach each one of these young people and say, you are a child of God. You have limitless dignity and worth because of who you are. Here you are, this beautiful gift, and we need them to realize that first so they can then go to their family, their friends, and peers, really, to see, to really share the gospel of life, that God made each one of us, and that our bodies matter, and what we do with our bodies matter, so that we can then really transform the culture. Now, now, Nikki, I might have missed it with my notes, or the lack of taking notes. When when we have the, the national ride, that's an annual event, are there rides between that? No. So, the main thing that we do is the national ride with eight routes in one week, and we do have a couple other local rides that we offer. And as we grow, we want to do more of those so we can invite people outside of the missionary age range because we know there's plenty of, you know, 50-year-old cyclists who could just completely crush it on the bike, and and um, we would love that. But for now, really focusing on that young adult age range because that's the age range that abortion happens the most in. So we want them to be able to meet their peers, share about these pregnancy centers across the country and maternity homes and, and places that you can go when you need help. Yeah, and you know, and you know, I was gonna, I was asked that Nikki because I, I, I think of th- their level of athleticism and, and physical skill is is impressive. But you must, I mean, and I'm sure you encounter them, and, and you're probably in great communication with them. But there must be people at a little bit lower level, but would love to ride, right? Maybe just a few miles, or just mm-hmm. to offer, right? They offer what they may do, just kind of as a daily hobby, or maybe their daily exercise. Not at that level, but at a lower level, which is why I asked that. So maybe we can return mm-hmm. to that kind of idea, Karen, after it. Nikki, if you, are you willing to share your insight? Sure. I'm so sure. we are visiting with Nikki Beast for Biking for Babies. Um, we are going to take a quick break, so stay tuned with us. To, uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are here at St. Anne's Catholic Church. Um, we are actually in the rectory today, I guess, office. Office, right? yep, office. Not rectory. Yes, for office. Um, since we have construction going on in our in our old area, but just a wonderful view, sunny, 
beautiful grasses, like you said, Father Holcalter. <laughs> and it was, it was the original rectory, so to your point. And oh, the yes. Sign, yeah, so it was the original rectory yep. of the church. And it certainly has that feel, right? There's like a one-to-one ratio between bathroom yes. and, <laughs> and offices. And people often wonder why there's a shower in the bathroom because yes. it was the original rectory. Okay. Um, and, and so to that point, Karen, it feels like we're in the living room because we have this yeah, beautiful portrait w- or picture window. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're staring, you know, in, in the beautiful residence of kind of north central Bismarck. So it's great. Yeah. We're speaking with uh, Nikki Bees of Biking for Babies, and she just offered over a break to our listeners' uh, website. People always want to know more, which is great. You know, the, the, the holy wonder that, that's in our hearts. Bikingforbabies.com, B-I-K-I-N-G-F-O-R-B-A-B-I-E-S. Bikingforbabies.com. Nikki, is that correct? It's not .org. It's .com, correct? .com, yes, correct. Bikingforbabies.com. Nikki uh, currently is in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and um, we, we plugged a little bit, Vicky, Vicky uh, Nikki, before break on the national ride, and, and then you educated Karen and I on break in terms of what does that actually look like. So if you could go through that one more time, I think it's great for our listeners to know that the National Ride is actually, you said, yeah, what, seven, eight, nine routes between major cities. Yeah. Can you kind of teach so, our listeners that? I think it's really, I mean, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. And talk about a cause for babies. Mm, thank you so much. So, yes, this year we had 79 young adult missionaries join as either bicycle riders or support vehicle drivers. So our riders are not alone. They've got this vehicle um, with the food and water and sunscreen. And um, last week, starting on July 11th, we started our ride from seven different starting locations. So two routes start in Ohio, and then the other routes start in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Kansas, Mississippi, and New York. I don't think I missed one. And then two (laughs) routes go into Arlington, Virginia, after a loop around the National Mall, really covering our, our national capital in prayer. And then the other six routes head into St. Louis. We call it the heart of America. Um, We're very, very supported. And our goal, if you can kind of visualize, you know, at one point five years ago, we had four routes biked in across the country in the shape of our Lord's Cross, so literally across the country. And then we just had so much more interest from these young adults to ride. So no longer is it just the cross, but really, you know, as we expand even out west, we want to cover our nation so we can be visible signs of, as I mentioned, um, of what's needed in response to crisis, which is faith, hope, and love, which is like our Lord sacrificing for us. So the spirituality behind Biking for Babies is that that sacrifice, and we want to show that to the world in, in bright yellow jerseys all across the country. I'm so thankful that you're able to, to, mm-hmm. to draw that picture for us, Nikki. I think it's very important. And and talk about, you, you are covering miles of our country, mm-hmm. and and with Right, the beautiful virtues of faith, hope, and love. Karen, I think that's great. It's, it's so important. And, and there must be too, Nikki, right? So speak to us a little bit about it. I know Karen and I are wondering, right? So a lot of these hearts are, are on fire. They're, right, they, they have fervor for the faith before they get on that bike and hit that concrete. But then afterward, right? You, the, the, the national ride is so much more than just a ride, right? And biking for mm-hmm. babies is so much more than just uh, you know, start to finish on the bike. Uh, so tell us, kind of give us the full picture of your mission and how that's mm-hmm. growing. And you're actually calling your, your, your writers missionaries. Yeah. So a couple years in, we realized that we're asking these young adults and, you know, God is over his hands are in all of this. So he kind of mm. revealed to us. We're asking these young adults 
to be missionary disciples of Jesus Christ. And so as we aim to form them in their, their virtual formation program that starts in March before the ride, even after the ride, we need to continue to draw these connections for them. And, we're con- you know, they're going back home. They're taking a little bit of a break now because they're a little tired, understandably, uh, but their job is not over. And so in the next month or so, they're going to even... They're going to go even deeper with pro-life apologetics as we really aim to give them the tools to to share the gift of every life, to share that, um, you know, it is a human alive inside your womb. And how do we work to to start with love in all things, in all conversations, but to really share the travesty that abortion is and that um, every every life needs to be protected. So. Our job is not over. And then we try to really communicate to these young people, even after you graduate, because our formation program ends September 30th. Even after you graduate from our program, you know, come back. Even if you don't, your job is to go out and continue that. Share about your local pregnancy center. Uh, See how you can help them. Volunteer. You know, continue to share the gospel of life, because um, we are missionaries and we are being sent. Nikki, do you uh, talk to us? Do you have... Uh, young adults that come to the National Ride come to participate that that are not fully, you know, you must, I mean, you must have because of, hey, this is my buddy. He doesn't know a lot. You know, he doesn't even know. To, he wouldn't be against it, but maybe just, you know, I don't know, healthily ignorant, if you will, in terms of the mm-hmm. pro-life world. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have those riders? And, oh, absolutely. And the, the, the impact of grace on them. And it just must mm-hmm. be amazing for one's faith. Yeah. So I will tell you, that was me. I became uh, Catholic as a high school senior. I mean, long story short, my parents, my dad was in the military. We moved to a small town in Wisconsin, and I found myself just surrounded by authentic joy. And after a little while, I realized these people knew Jesus. And I was <laughs> not, I didn't come from a faith-filled family at all, like no faith upbringing, but one of my friends at the time asked me uh, if I was a Christian, and I said no, because I didn't really even know what that meant, but I knew it, that wasn't me. God was out there somewhere for other people, and he said, can I show you? So he invited me to a Catholic Mass, and um, a little terrifying, you know, like, quick, up, down, up, down, up, <laughs> lots of singing. <laughs> like, Catholic calisthenics. Yeah. All this routine, song and dance, <laughs> and... Um, that was a little terrifying, but I will never forget Father Marty Fox saying, everything is possible for he who has faith, Mark nine twenty three. And the short end of it is that I converted as a high school senior a year later, and then I found Biking for Babies. Um, I met one of the founders in Biking for Babies' second year. He was a focused missionary at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and uh, I was like, okay, biking, love it, babies, great. <laughs> and <laughs> that was really all I knew, but it was my first encounter with the pro-life movement um, even though I had just become Catholic, like it was my first um, apostolate that I really encountered talking about this, talking about abortion, and talking about trying to really help these women. And um, long story short, I went on this ride, and I and I didn't know how to say my why until the end of the ride, and I realized it's because I grew up in a family that really shared that the secular belief that women. A, you don't need a man to take care of you, so don't rely mm-hmm. on anybody. Mm-hmm. But B, if you get pregnant, you know, you know what you need to do. Um, was kind of the the un, unsaid words, and that women needed abortion because it was going to help them 
get farther in society, achieve equality with men, and, and you can't achieve your dreams if you get pregnant unexpectedly. And my desire to this day is to share that women, you do not need abortion, it's not healthcare, and that you are beautiful, unique, and dignified because you're a daughter of God. And um, you can achieve, I mean, you can have babies and achieve that career and um, be a, you know, a, an incredibly successful human being, um, but truly your success is found in God. So being pro-life is being pro-woman, and um, yeah, the Holy Spirit has definitely worked in my life as well as being young adults. What a beautiful testimony. Wow. You just kind of have, I have God bumps, goose bumps, whatever you want to call mm. right now. Thank you for sharing that, Nikki. Because, yeah, thank you, Nikki. You know, just so many people need to hear that, I think, um, you know, that might be wavering in their minds of, okay, should I go this route? Should I go that route? And that's just a beautiful testimony. So thank you for sharing that. You had mentioned also about some fundraising um, um, items that you wanted to, to share with our listeners with the with the Biking for Babies. Do you want to share that with us, please? Yes. So our ride is uh, over, but we're still fundraising. So our goal for our Pregnancy Resource Center and Maternity Home and Pro-Life Health Clinics across the country, our goal is to donate $280,000 to them. And then our missionaries went and set another goal uh, at $347,000 because <laughs> uh, they're like, no, we're going to fundraise more. And some of them want to raise 10000 8000 And it's incredible. So we are at $234,871 of that missionary set $347,000 goal. So a little over $100,000 left. We've got a couple months until the end of September. And, um, if people feel so moved, we would love for you to go to bikingforbabies.com slash give and, and help us raise money for our mission and for these um, incredible organizations that provide that support for women in need. You know, Nikki, I'm so glad you said it. I, I find it striking. I, I, I smiled uh, widely at Karen when you said your own personal encounter with joy. Mm-hmm. And what do mm-hmm. these people have that I don't have, but I want it? Mm-hmm. And for you to turn outward like that, right, rather than inward. And then from your joy, I mean, at least from what I heard, but please correct me if I'm wrong, but for our listeners, your witness was really powerful. Your joy moved to real courage. I mean, it, it, what a beautiful mom- moments of grace, and I'm sure strung mm-hmm. out right through months and years, and even to this day, of course, he does. He's never end, you know, he's never done with us. But uh, talk <laughs> about, I mean, such zeal for that. You know, and there's there's people in our world, and and I'm one of them. I'm not I'm not going to come across like I'm some champion, but that are lifelong Catholics or Christians that that still put you know the pro life cause kind of like a kind of not a priority, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's called being personally pro life. Like I would never have an abortion, but if you need it, you should right. have it available. To you. Yes, and it and what really what God is requiring or asking all of us all of us for is this courageous vulnerability to. Put yourself out there to have questions, and it is really hard. And, you know, it's not easy dinner table conversation, but to really share, just, I mean, start with real stories. Like, if you get connected with a pregnancy resource center and you hear a story of a woman served at our Celebration of Life in St. Louis, we had Tyla share, just, I mean, she got pregnant unexpectedly, one night stand, and he, the man involved wanted nothing to do with her. Wow. So where does she go? The only place she knows, right? Planned Parenthood. Yep, yep. And it was, it was dark, and it was not inviting. And, and she left. She went back thinking that's where she needed to go for her follow-up, and God led her to Thrive Women's Healthcare in St. Louis. And they welcomed her with loving arms, 
hugging her, supporting her, saying, what can we do to help you? And that is what we need to share, those beautiful stories that these women need our help and they don't want an abortion. Nikki, um, your own personal, you know, witness and encounter today over the airwaves. Thank you. We, uh, you, you have completed the. <laughs> uh, it's been a show. Of we need more time, and so we, we, we will have you back on. Our prayers are with you. Bikingforbabies.com for those that are more interested in, and talk about a real, like a real mission. <laughs> You're, I mean, tires to the concrete and these people in all sorts of weather situations mm-hmm. and using their bodies to glorify God and for the sake of, of of the dignity of life. Nikki, continue on. We'll pray for you. Please pray for us. Thank you for your time this morning, and uh, God bless you and on all of your efforts with Biking for Babies. Mm, thank you so much. God bless you, Father and Karen. Thank God you. bless you, yes, God bless Father Hochalter, along with Karen Zelensky. We are your hosts this morning at the Church of St. Anne. We're going to a short break, and then we'll be back with Father Wayne Sattler of the Diocese of Bismarck to talk about his book on prayer. So don't touch that dial. We'll be back in just a minute.